Issues, a podcast where we do in-depth discussions on a single comic book. I'm your host, Jonah Gregory, but for legal reasons in the States, I am now known as Joe Noah Gregory. Uh, With me, as always, my co-host, Kieran Bennett. Hi, my name is Kieran, and I hope to one day have as great an ass as Caesar Zeppelin. So true. (laughs) Don't we all? And joining us again uh, is Jennifer Cheek from the Drunks and Dragons podcast. Hi, everyone. Um, I'm Jennifer Cheek, and I've become the ultimate life form, which is a podcaster. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Yes. Nice. Uh, So if you hadn't guessed, we are covering the second part of JoJo's Bizarre Adventure Part two, Battle Tendency, which I know might sound redundant, but this is, uh, we're covering volumes three and four today if you're playing along at home. Uh, so last time on JoJo's Bizarre Adventure, we met, uh, Joseph Joestar, uh, grandson of Jonathan Joestar, who's a much more interesting character. Handsome rapscallion. Uh, yes. Uh, what, <laughs> a, what a lad. Isn't it also fun to remember yeah. that he's British? Like, I forget yes. about that concept. I forget. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's uh, part Sherlock Holmes. He's part street urchin somehow, even though he's a millionaire. (laughs) (laughs) He's definitely, he he took the urchin background for sure. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) Uh, He gentrified being a street urchin, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the worst. Uh Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so he was fighting, um, if you had not read part one or missed the last episode, <laughs> basically this, <laughs> this, uh, if you have, if you just don't even want to listen to part one, then for one, you just broke my heart. And for two, um, uh, Jojo's Bizarre Adventure starts about being about vampires. Um, yeah, that goes away eventually, but in these early yeah. parts, it's all about the vampires. And by that, we mean the guys who created vampires, who are yeah. known as the pillar men. Who are the like eternal that made sexy them. beings. Right. Mm. Who, even though they are quote unquote killed by the sunlight, actually just turn into stone and can then just turn back to normal if they absorb more blood or whatever. So yeah. they actually have to keep the body of one of them that was defeated in the first volume under constant UV light. Oh, yeah. Or else it will just reform. Yeah. <laughs> so uh so humanity is uh not in a good way if these guys get out. Um Thankfully, there's these guys with Haman energy, which I always call Haman energy because you might be right. You know, I, 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 now I'm not sure. Knows. No, it's fine. I, I have a history of pronouncing things very wrong. <laughs> I mean, I'm the guy who as a kid thought Magneto was Magneto. So I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I thought until that the, the Montagues was the Montags <laughs> in yeah, Romeo and Juliet. That's fair. Yeah, until the cartoon of X-Men came out in the 90s and they start, were like Magneto. And I'm like, God, that sounds so wrong. Why would you call him that? <laughs> it's a magnet. Magneto. Like, come that's on. That's fair. I agree with you. <laughs> yeah, no, it's it's. We should change it. Yeah, I think it's just exactly. funny to say ham on because that just means ham. It's Spanish, yeah. and I like it. Oh yeah, that's I, like, I do. I like. I think I'm Serrano. on board. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So it, getting into uh, volume three now, where uh, Jojo and his boyfriend um, mm-hmm. Caesar Sapelli mm-hmm. have just yes. finished their training, and as they were finishing their training, I'm kissing. Quote, <laughs> uh, he made a bet with the Pillar Men, like basically, hey, if you give me a month to train. I will be able to defeat you guys. I'll kick your ass. <laughs> and just to make sure he didn't run away, because that is his go-to if he's outnumbered, uh, he, they put these rings in him that will kill him. <laughs> so they gave him these, what were they called? Something wedding rings. The wedding, right? like, it was the, yeah, I don't even remember. It was like wedding ring something wedding, of death. Weddings of I don't death even know. Uh, yeah, wedding ring of death. Yeah. That's what they were called. <laughs> Around and, his uh, heart, and there's one in his windpipe. Right. So the antidote is in one of the Pillarman's lip ring and the other one's nose ring. Like, listen, so, you just need to suck my lip ring or my and also my nose ring. Oh my, like, it's it, just like thinking about it. It's like you need to suck the liquid out of my nose ring so that you can take <sighs> off the ring that I put inside your body, which is basically autoerotic asphyxiating you yeah. right now and will kill you should you not like do manly sweaty battle with that me. is like, like definitely a kink like yeah that's a kink. yeah it's, it's it's this is this is just a rocky being like one of his many kinks how do I make money out of my kinks? It's like, I respect the hustle. He's, He's done uh, it. I was going to say very successfully. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, this volume starts with uh, Jojo having defeated, uh, he thinks, ACDC. 
But in volume three, it starts out with us learning that he has ACDC has actually survived. There's a hilarious panel at the end of the last volume where uh, Jojo is literally whistling and walking away, but has this giant parasitic brain thing <laughs> attached to his back. Like it really it's is so like very funny big. looking. I forgot about yeah. that. <laughs> I forgot how enormous. Like it takes up. Like, if anyone even kind of saw him, even from like a hundred yards away, they'd be like, "Hey, guy, you got some weird thing on your back." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Luckily they're wow, that's on this a really fucked up backpack. <laughs> Luckily they're on this island, so there's like nobody yeah. around. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, they uh, go to uh, Lisa Lisa's island and they possess uh, the the Pillarman ACDC that is possesses her servant Susie Q, who's a character that we will uh, see like once or twice, and <laughs> then will suddenly be an important character for some yep. reason. <laughs> Yep. <laughs> because that's what Jojo likes to do with its female characters. Um, yeah. So <laughs> the pillar man send um, the uh, let's see. Sorry, I'm, I'm losing losing my train of thought. There's a lot going on in this volume. Yeah. So there's also this MacGuffin that the pillar men are after. That's the super Aja. Is that yeah. how you pronounce that? And it's basically yeah, this. Not? Yeah, sure. not? And it's basically this red uh gem like that is somehow related to the whole vampire and ham on energy it allows them to be out in the sun yeah yeah so there's like they can't let it fall into their hands so basically they send that through the mail (laughs) to their yes to their uh minions (laughs) which is like the mundane i love it yeah Yeah. it's 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 like how did he get rid of the super aja oh he mailed it to (laughs) us and we like we don't know we don't know what the address was yeah oh no i can't do anything about it so with uh Susie q being uh basically used as a hostage by acdc uh joseph and caesar put their uh, differences aside, they finally like train together. They're cool with each other. They're secretly making out when they're not on Absolutely. screen. Absolutely, absolutely, um, team up to uh, defeat uh, ACDC. Um, Lisa Lisa uses a hypnosis technique on Suzy Q and learns that the stone is currently on a train that's headed to Switzerland. So Jojo Caesar, Lisa Lisa. Um, and uh, Messina drive. Oh, off yeah, he didn't and, die. It was yeah, just Loggins that died. She, yeah. So the yeah she I forgot to mention she had two servants, uh, Messina and Loggins, and Loggins was un- unceremoniously destroyed. She's down. She's down a manservant now. <laughs> right. If you're listening to this podcast um, and you've gotten to this point, you are legally obligated to pour one out for my boy Loggins. Um, you have to right he, now. He was ta- he was taken from us too soon. Um, R.I.P. Loggins. Um, <laughs> yeah, flew, you're my favorite character. Flew way too close to the danger zone. Yes. <laughs> yeah, <Roy. Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> So the the our our group of heroes has to drive off to try and catch up with this package, the the MacGuffin that was put into the mail, the normal mail by ancient pillar men before it can oh, reach its destination. Why do you even know what mail is? <laughs> I, right. They're very been asleep smart. for two and a thousand years. Hey, they do learn how to speak German. I guess it would have been German in like a um, few minutes of observing okay, the German enough. army. So fair enough. Um, specifically the know. Nazis. Let's say. German. Yes. The Italian postal system. Very different concepts. Oh. True. Just saying. They they are incredibly intelligent, which is a great way to not have to uh, explain <laughs> why they can suddenly speak the same language. Like, well, they're just really smart. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of reminds me of, did you guys ever read the original Tarzan novel? Because mm-hmm. there's some weird stuff in that. Like, he's abandoned, or not abandoned, his parents are shipwrecked when he's a baby, right? And he basically teaches himself how to read just because they have, like, books lying around. Oh. And he's just he's just that smart. <laughs> like, that's not how that works. That's, that's yeah. not how reading works, yeah. right? Sorry, he, uh, So that, that just reminded me of that because... I guess I'm just that big of a nerd that I'm just like, remember in Tarzan, guys? (laughs) Uh, Remember the original Tarzan novel? Uh, Uh um, So, yeah, they they go off on their their grand adventure to stop the Pillar Men. They get to the Swiss border and they find the train has been stopped uh, by customs and the Nazis are back. They oh, were in volume one back. and they are trying to also get the package. They love, they love a cult shit. They're like, give they me sure all your do. magics. 
Yeah, if you like the fact that in the Indiana Jones movies, the Nazis like occult stuff, well, let me tell you, they love it in this too. Um, but it turns out that the leader of this group of Nazis um, is actually Stroheim, who's the guy that we met in the first part of the story. And he, even though he was blown up into tiny pieces, he's back in cyborg form. <laughs> oh, the, I have his, so his many reveal questions. is so good. It's so amazing. Because that means in this universe, well, I guess a lot of weird things exist in this universe, but like, uh-huh. s- like robo parts exist in this universe. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, not just for let, Stroheim. Let me remind you, this is 1938. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, come on, uh, okay, cyborgs. Sure, that's that's a different level we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, magic, here. magic yeah. Uh, beings that are immortal that created vampires that's fine but robots come on guys that's 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 <laughs> fucked up. too far yeah yeah and it's, and it's uh, not like he just has like a strong hand no as no well. he, he has like eye oh, hair, oh, yeah. leg, torso like yeah, he has like a machine gun and stuff yeah, yeah he's, he's he's full-on cyborg from dc at this point except a Nazi. oh yeah yeah Except for, yeah, except for a bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's just like Cyborg, except he's a Nazi and also German. And actually, he's nothing like Cyborg. <laughs> he's well, a Cyborg. He's, he's kind of like him. <laughs> uh, anyway, so everyone's after this amazing gem, that, because that's the MacGuffin of this story arc. Uh, Cars, which is the other... Uh, like, basically the next in line of the Pillar Men. He's the daddy. Uh, he's the daddy yeah. Pillar Men. Oh, is he? Yeah, he's the big boss, isn't yeah. he? I always get them confused. Yeah, Cars is the big boy. He's the big daddy. Uh, okay, now speak. Okay, so speaking of the daddy of the pillar, man, <laughs> here's a, okay. I, I mean, I, this is. I think this is a really important question. And I think okay. if we didn't cover it, we'd probably get a lot of like, a lot of hate. <laughs> out of the out of the three pillar men, maybe four if you want to include Santana. Mm. Who's the hottest pillar man? Cars, no question. Done. Yeah, okay. agreed. <laughs> yep. No, I, just I want to make sure we're all on the same page. <laughs> Case dismissed. It's cars. Yes. Yeah. Wait, wait, okay. when, pretty hot. When, I, I don't find ACDC hot. I don't like his nose ring situation. I'm not nah. a fan. Yeah, I, I'd agree. And Wham, Wham, Wamu, which we all know is just Wham. Wham. Come on, guys. Yeah. Uh, Wamu. I don't know. He has like the weird robo dread looking things on his head that I'm yeah. just not a big, not a I mean, huge like, fan I, of those. I, I, I kind of respect them a little, okay. a little bit. You know, I, th- I, think it's a, I think it's a strong look, but. When Cars takes the turban off oh, and he has the big, the big the hair, hair, I'm just like, oh my god, you could fucking turn me into a squirrel any day. I, I have like <laughs> a, like I think that when I was, I actually still have like a picture of my phone when that happened. I like paused it and like went up of my phone to the TV to take a picture of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. One of one of the oldest pictures on my phone is of uh, we'll get to this a little bit later. But when the squirrel goes into Stroheim's yes! body. And I was just like, I don't, now I do not understand. Oh, what a classic. That's that's a little tease for you listeners. We'll get to that later. Yeah. Uh, So they have a big fight over the, uh, the gem. What is that stupid thing even called? The Aja? Yeah, the redstone of of Aja or Aja or whatever. (laughs) Uh, And they, you know, they're fighting. They team up with the Nazis. Not the best look, <laughs> no, but uh, no, they great. are. Tr- they're trying to save the world. So I guess. Um, anyway, so they get uh, cars to drop the Aja and it's sliding off a cliff. They all kind of start going for it. Uh, Jojo and cars have a fight over it. And Joseph uh, ends up uh, getting it. And um he basically, because of this battle, Cars realizes, like, you know, oh, you killed ACDC, and um, I'm going to let you hold on to the Redstone for a little while just to kind of see how things play out. So, see what you do. Yeah, yeah. It's I, one of those, I, I like, wanted to lose. Yeah, it's one of those things where, like, if the villain would, like, just kill him and move on, he would have won right now. But because they have to do the villain thing of like, well, I'm curious as to see where this is yeah. going. They actually kind of mentioned yeah. that in the first volume too, with um the the guy that turns himself into a vampire, uh their former uh comrade, what was that? Strizo? Uh, Strizo, uh, yeah. Yeah, Strizo, he yeah. he basically is talking about how like unlike Dio, who's the guy in the first story arc, you know, who was like purposely like testing his limits and uh, right. putting himself in harm's way just to see how he would 
hold up to like being sliced in half which is a thing that happens to him and various things like that like uh cars is kind of falling into that same trap it seems like of well i want to test the limits of this but we know from reading any other manga that like anyone who likes to fight that's in one of these mangas like their whole deal is like i want to push myself to the limits like, and well, see then you're gonna die strong. i guess yeah <laughs> yeah yeah hope you like I mean, dying come on <laughs> Yeah, I mean, Goku clearly does. He's He does this constantly. And how many times has he died in that story arc? Oh, like, man. a lot. He won't stop. So many. He can't stop dying. They have to keep getting different Dragon Balls because he can <laughs> only wish someone back once. So, uh, per, per dragon, I guess. <laughs> um, anyway, so... Uh, so basically, now that they have this, they want to. They still need to take out the Pillarmen. So Caesar's big plan is he wants to ambush cars during the day, or yeah, cars during the day, so that they have the advantage. And while he's alone, before Wamu is able to return and uh, team up against him, and he uh, Jojo being actually pretty good about like, hey, let's not walk into a trap here because the one thing he yeah. seems to be like somewhat intelligent about is like predicting what his enemies are going to right. do. And yeah, so they kind of have a fight about like, you know, what should we do about this? Um, and then we learn of Caesar's tragic past and oh, his dark past. Uh, yeah, he uh, basically his dad. Mario, because he's Italian, uh, <laughs> died from being absorbed by uh, one of the Pillarmen. And yeah, it's it's actually an interesting look at like other characters dealing with these like kind of unknowable, weird ass creatures that he's come up with in this story. Yeah. Like you don't usually see like randos <laughs> like, inter- yeah, like interactions yeah it's usually only like the, the eponymous jojo dealing with right <laughs> yeah yeah so in that regard i i did like how they kind of shifted the focus a little bit and showed you like oh this is why he's so determined to fight this evil and like why he's so angry when he first meets jojo like right. that he he's doesn't like, take things seriously. seriously yeah yeah so it kind of makes it, it's a good character motivation for caesar so caesar and uh, Masina to have a confrontation with wamu uh wamu actually uses like steam and moisture in the air to protect him from the sunlight which is kind of cool because like the hemon is like normally channeled through like moisture and liquid and stuff so it's like oh yeah. they're kind of using similar techniques in their own twisted version of it yeah. to protect themselves from the sunlight which i thought was a pretty cool twist on that and he gets to use his bubble power because Caesar likes his bubbles. He loves bubbles. Yeah. And he gets to use them in a cool way. Like, you know, in these where it's like, oh, no, my normal technique isn't working. So they have to come up with some Mm -hmm. unique and interesting way to do it. So he uses it as a lens to direct the sunlight to hit Wamu. It's very Um, good. Yeah. (laughs) It's very cool. And, uh, yeah, he gets... uh, there's always that moment in these like Jojo's especially I feel like does this thing where you're like oh now the good guys have won except now they're going to use this like oh there's this tiny little speck of shade that's created for what like half a second so mm-hmm. yeah jumps over to that so it's this big back and forth and in a last uh, ditch effort Caesar is able to um, steal the lip ring from uh, Waimu and give it to Joseph uh, before a giant piece of a ceiling crushes him to death. <laughs> this is like, when this part uh, happened, I was like, wait, wait, really? Like, he's really Yeah, I know. Right it's yeah. So, I was so upset. Like, I, this, like, really, like, traumatized me because I, like, this is one thing with JoJo. Like, characters are going to die. <laughs> yes, And, and I think true. I didn't, because part one ends with, with Jonathan dying, which is pretty nuts, uh, I guess. Yeah. But it's so short, and you don't really care that much about the characters in general. So I wasn't really like prepared to like get to like <laughs> a think, character and right. then be like. I think in part one. Sorry to interrupt. Oh, that just reminded me. Part one, the the thing I think that shocked me the most is like the story has basically wrapped up, and then it's like, no, it hasn't. Surprise. Yeah. Everyone's <laughs> yeah. happy. Yeah. Just kidding. They're gonna uh, Dio's on this boat. He's a vampire. Uh, yeah. Goodbye. Yeah. yeah. Uh. Yeah, but, like, this, like, really, like, got me. It's, like, so sad. And it's, like, wait, but... And, and, and it's also sad because, like, the last thing that, like, Joseph and Caesar, like, their last conversation was them, like, fighting. Because Joseph's, like, no, you shouldn't go out and fight on your own. And Caesar's, like, fuck you, I'm gonna go fight anyway. Yeah. It's sad. It's, I like Caesar's character in this I like and... Caesar a lot. Caesar's, yeah, Caesar's very good. 
And and I would say that this is like Joseph and Caesar's like relationship is like so good for like so little amount of time. Like they get so little time. And I would say that still ball run is a Rocky like being like, let's like give some more time to this. Uh, basically, it's the same story, but cowboys and stands oh, okay. in America. <laughs> Interesting. Okay. Yeah. Definitely need to read right. that. It's one, really right? good. Yeah. It's really, really good. Also, I just, I always forget until I see it again that the piece of ceiling that crushes him is a giant cross for some reason. I know. Yes. <laughs> and I yes. think that's just the whole trope of like manga. And anime people just like the symbolism of like Christianity. It's like, yeah, it's just like I guess because it's different and interesting. Because yeah, it's probably the same reason like a lot of people over here have like yin yang tattoos that they don't even right. know why and they like, have them. They have a Buddha statue <laughs> or like whatever. Yeah, yeah. So I I don't like fault him for it. I just thought it was an interesting like we read into it more than like being yeah, from a Western yeah. culture like, in also, a weird way. Aren't they? hotel like isn't this building a hotel yeah yes yeah, it's, but it looks like a giant castle yeah. every time it shows it from the outside i guess a, a swiss hotel could have a big cross in I, it it could I, I mean switzerland they have that whole you know flag and all right yeah <laughs> maybe all it's supposed to be the swiss flag crushing him to death maybe. i don't know uh, but it, oh, one thing too ahead. also is that Wemo's like big move is called Divine Sandstorm. Like, do you think this is a reference to the song Sandstorm? Uh, you know, well, when did, I mean, when did Sandstorm yes. come out? Because oh, that's a good question. I think it was much later this, than that. I was gonna say because this was, is it was, from it was the a lot 80s. later. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, damn it, that was wishful thinking on my part. If only though, but um, but if it was Divine Sandstorm and it made him get killed by a cross i mean there there's your connection right yeah it's divine i'm just i just want to read more into it because i think it's fun um (laughs) but anyway so joseph at the very end he decides to wait to cure himself with the lip ring until he's avenged caesar because he's you know he's a a big muscly anime protagonist Mm -hmm. and it's he's so full of honor in this (laughs) in this battle that's why his muscles are so big yeah bulging with honor (laughs) Yeah, and uh, yeah, so basically he swears he will take revenge on the Pillarmen in Caesar's honor, essentially. So uh, despite all the fact that he was going to have to fight them and do all this anyway, now it's like, now he's really pissed off. Yeah, now you've got to kill his boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah, so volume three, what'd you guys think? It was really good. It's good. Um, Yeah, uh, volume three is is really, really good. Um, You know, the... The, the the only part that I don't like about it is the is the brain thing that like takes control of people <laughs> just because it's like how does he it's not know so it's dumb but yeah it's fine it's it is very very short lived that's like um, a, then, how it becomes a plot point in part three too I don't know if that yeah. brain thing's related or not but yeah that's also like a thing in part three yeah I never made that connection but you're right that is very similar mm. looking to the to the brain the bud or whatever they call brain it. buds yeah it's very gross yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, like the uh, tra- traveling to to the Swiss Alps and meeting up with the Nazis again, and like fighting with ca- like with cars, and and then obviously Caesar's kind of whole deal is is really <laughs> good, and um, you know the the relationship between Jojo and Caesar is um, uh, you know we joke and we say it's gay. It's pretty romantic to be honest, it is. Um, and it, it was it was very short in terms of like the overall kind of story length, but. It's, you know, it's it's really affecting when he dies, I think. Um, and I, I think one of the things that I love most about not his death necessarily, but the, the kind of stuff around it. Um, and one of the things that I love the most about JoJo's in general is that when JoJo finds out that he is dead, he isn't stoic about it. He, he isn't like, mm-hmm. oh, well, uh, I guess I've just got to avenge him then. And he mm-hmm. kind of like, you know, steals himself. Like he weeps and cries yeah. and screams and, and you know, thrashes and wails about it. Like he's, he's, he's viscerally very, very upset. And so, you know, it just it makes that so much more emotional and so much more powerful. And it, it 
you know, it, it, it raises the stakes yet again because, you know, it, it's we're not being told that this is important to him and we're not being told, uh, you know, that that now now things are getting real. You can see mm-hmm. that, that this is now really real for him. And and it's one of the things that I, that I like the most about JoJo's is that the, the male characters are not afraid to be very, very emotional and be yep. like very, you know, I, I don't want to say extra because that kind of makes it sound a bit bad, but that but like that's. They're not afraid to have large emotions and be very yeah. expressive and, and, and yeah. I think this is a thing, like, I want someone, and maybe someone's done this, I want someone to write a paper on masculinity in JoJo because I think it is so interesting, like, the way that very it is treated in general because mm-hmm. it's it's mas- It's almost like, so like you have Sailor Moon and, like, Magical Girls, and I always say, like, JoJo is, like, magical girls but big buff dudes it's 100 percent it's just such a specific like aesthetic of masculinity and it is very much like the jojo like like joseph does like he has lots of emotions he's not afraid to like cry or do anything like i don't know i just think it's such an interesting um like aspect of masculinity that you don't see a lot in like comics in general (laughs) It's really, yeah, really refreshing sure. to see it. Yeah. Um, may, I'm, the more I think about it, the more I think that might be what draws me to the series uh, yeah. like over and over again. Oh, yeah. For, because for sure, for as sure. a person who is a very emotional man, it's cool to see these big, like, beefy dudes that are, like, cool heroes that are fighting, like, evil and but aren't afraid to cry when their friend dies or, mm-hmm. like just have strong emotions about the evil in the world like when they see something evil happening even if it's like like technically to like a group that they're not directly like affected by they still will jump in and are like no this is not okay and Mm -hmm. they actually are like like you said they're not stoic about it they're actually like moved by other people's like they actually have a real sense of empathy i think is a big part of it yes yeah and yeah and this volume really really brought that out it's it's good it's good <laughs> yeah yeah it's good right. like, it, yeah so volume four because we, we're getting oh. to that point where it's hard not to say what our final thoughts are yeah okay so um kieran i'm gonna have you start us but i know if your voice starts giving you can, out feel you free to pass it around yeah because volume four is a beefy boy it's, it's the biggest yeah. one Vol- yeah volume four is pretty beefy like like the boys it's beefy. <laughs> it's time yes. for a stadium <laughs> race <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> So it, gets, it, gets, it gets wacky is what we're trying to say. Oh, yeah. <laughs> wacky races. It is oh. wacky races. Uh, so Joseph and Lisa Lisa eventually find the Pillar Mind, uh, and they find themselves greatly outnumbered by their hundreds of <laughs> vampire minions. Uh, and so Lisa Lisa basically bluffs and she's like, look, if you kill us now, the Super Aja will explode because I put a bomb in it. And they and and so they buy this, and so Lisa Lisa manages to uh, bargain to get one on one battles with uh, Cars and Wamu, uh, and so Cars is like, mm, I don't really want to do that. I kind of want to sh- just kill you, but but Wamu's uh, like, right, hell you know. yeah, I want to fight. Yes. Yeah, yeah. This is yeah, what yeah. I was getting confused with before of the like the one that's super into fighting Wamu oh, yeah. and being like. Uh, cars being his bud and being like okay you love fighting more than anyone else loves yeah. anything so yeah. i guess i'll let you have this <laughs> cars is a good friend mm-hmm. he is a horrible monster that wishes to destroy the human race but he is a good friend a good friend to yeah. wamu <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh and so uh joseph lisa lisa wamu and cars all meet at the skeleton heel stone uh at the foot of piz bernina uh and so uh joseph then adopts i think his best look oh. and he puts on caesar's bandana <laughs> and, I was, and it's yeah. so good <laughs> yeah so i was like ah oh, it's so great uh and so basically uh, so basically they're told the uh the competition is going to be in the form of a chariot race uh <laughs> with their uh chariots pulled by super powered vampire horses <laughs> and it is a battle to the death oh yeah oh. Wow, it's like when those horses show up, it's... Is there anything better? <laughs> it's something else. It's something else. So uh, do, I, my question is, do they have separate horse-shaped stone masks? Uh, or do they just have, like, they just somehow get the human mask over the muzzle? They just shove the, the human the mask on the horse? Yeah, just... <laughs> Yeah, just put the human mask just on the front of the horse and just kind of hope that it works. Because we've shown they can't bite a vampire to turn him into a vampire because they kind of just turn into like a minion. Like even the guy, the closest they come to having 
someone that's like, oh, I'm a vampire, too, is one of the little dudes that serves Dio in part three at the end, like when they finally get to his mansion. And that guy's like a total yes. joke character because he's not like a full vampire. So they just like kick his ass instantly. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry, real uh, quick, I want to go back to Caesar's bandana for just one second because I don't know if this is like intentional or what, but Caesar's bandana and the pattern of it also looks exactly like one of Jotaro's belts that he has. And yes, I don't know that's if that's true. like a thing or like why, but it's the exact same pattern, which I'm always like, hmm, interesting. It's, I mean, knowing knowing Araki, that is a hundred percent intentional. Like his 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 fashion designs are very deliberate. Yeah. Very good. Also, please note that I said one of Jotaro's belts because he has yes. several. Of them. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the yeah, only person thousand. I know of that actually wears more than one belt is Tommy Wiseau. So <laughs> oh, if no. that gives you an indication of the fashion in this. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Tommy Tommy Wiseau does have a stand I'd like that. That's, that's true. <laughs> is it that's the room? True. I think it is the room. <laughs> <laughs> it's the stand. Zarumo. Zarumo. Um, I also have to say one of the scenes that I think I like the anime, like, cause usually the manga and the anime in this are pretty close yeah. and I'm like, it's fine. Either read it or watch it. But the scene where they go to where all the vampires are and Jojo like sets up all his little trap lines and is like dancing around <laughs> like as a, like total goofball because he's secretly setting up a trap for all the vampires. I think the animation on that in the show is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. So I highly recommend finding that scene if you have not watched the animated version of that. And also in the anime, you get to hear all the vampires saying, Wamu, Wamu, That's Wamu, true. when they're in through yeah. the chariot race. Uh, also, I will say for the anime, I do not know who it is. I don't know who the who the actor is, but the the uh, the seiyu for um, Jojo in Battle Tendency oh, is... Oh my god supremely good so yeah, good he is amazing like he's he he is joseph joestar it's like oh, oh yeah yeah perfect yeah, yeah yeah but anyway back to uh back to this uh this japanese comic <laughs> yeah. uh so uh so so they so they 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 head off onto their uh superpowered vampire uh, chariot race <laughs> and at one point wamu even gouges out his own eyes so as to enhance his senses and get that 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 edge over jojo uh but he is still able to defeat uh defeat wamu by uh you know uh, this this whole battle is amazing you know there's like giant hammers and big uh steel ball shooting crossbows yeah cuz they're like trying to chase they're, they're they're racing so that they can be the first one to grab different weapons and things Right, and then they can fight yeah. each other. Uh, but uh, Jojo is eventually uh, he is he is eventually uh, victorious over Wamu, uh, and he he kind of takes like a little bit of time to like he he's like looking at his like severed head and he like salutes it and then drinks the antidote. And he's like, ah, you were a, a horrible dick, but I respect Thanks, you. Wamu. You're a real one. <laughs> <Thanks. laughs> yeah, <laughs> pull one out for Wamu, uh, and so. Cars uh, sort of somewhat begrudgingly then decides to uh, start on his uh, final showdown between him and Lisa Lisa. And we've never uh, really seen very much of Cars. Like he's just like no. been in the background. Like yeah, what's his deal? just kind of chilling, <laughs> just hanging out. What's what's his deal? And so Cars uses a body double. Uh, to distract Lisa Lisa, and he just stabs her from behind, wow. uh, and then jo and then Jojo, who's all like out of breath and tired, he then gets attacked by all the vampires, and Cars is like, "I don't give a fuck about honor." Like, yeah, Isadisi and Wamu are dead now. Like, I do not care. Yeah, right. I'm going to kill you. Yeah, he's like, I only respected that because I like those guys. Yeah, like, I don't care about any of this stuff. Like, he immediately stabs someone in the back instead of fighting them, just to show like how little he gives a crap about the human race I, and I about like, honoring battle and all that stuff. I love that. Like, cause like, I, I feel like you sometimes in these shonen, like you have like rules for the way your battles sure. go. And, and I love that yeah. Carl's just like, nah, uh, uh, I'm not doing that. Yeah. yeah he's I'm like, not, I might about lose if I do this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, and so, uh, it looks, it doesn't look good, but then, Stroheim, the Nazis, <laughs> Speedwagon, and the Speedwagon Foundation, they all show up. I think Smokey's there Smokey's as well. Smokey's there too. Uh, For no yes. reason, yes. Yeah, Smokey's also there. Oh, uh, yes, let's put the child in harm's way. That's yeah. a brilliant idea, Speedwagon. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so they all start, like, blasting the vampires with, uh, you know, their their UV lights that are on their back. And, and you know, Stroheim's very proud of it. And he's like, you know, German engineering. And oh, my Speedwagon's God. like... <laughs> 
actually it was it was the Speedwagon Foundation because we can do anything. Right. Uh, and so Joseph then uh, confronts Cars and Cars uh, basically like he strings Lisa Lisa up on a rope and swings her around like a, a, a stone kind of column. And he's like, you got to catch her so that she doesn't fall on the spikes and then I'm going to kill you. And so they have like a, a bit of a they have a bit of a stoush. Uh, and we uh, revealed that uh, we sorry, we learned that Lisa Lisa is actually Jojo's <gasps> mother. What? Yeah. And Joseph we doesn't told, know this still, right? No. Yeah, he doesn't know this. We yeah. were told that she died like his dad did. But it's not true. Circumstances, no. No, it's not. Uh, so, but Joseph uh, manages to uh, trick cars and he hits him with the uh, hamon, uh, making the pillar man just like fall all over the ground and the Nazis all try and kill him while he's down with UV lights. But at the last moment... Kaz dons the stone mask with the super Aja embedded in it. And he uses all that light from the Nazis. Thanks, Nazis. uh, To become (laughs) the ultimate sexy life. Oh, my God. This heart is so good. (laughs) It's so fantastic. Like It's flowing hair. Yeah. Oh, my God. This God. is the point at which JoJo's, which if you thought this stuff was buck wild before, <laughs> strap in. Because oh, yeah. He, they crank oh, the horny God. up to 11, like, really, oh, yeah. uh-huh. really intensely right now. And, yeah. and the, um, the unpredictability that you had mentioned earlier is very ramped up in this fight as well. <laughs> yes. Oh, my goodness, yes. Uh, yeah, I, I, I gotta be honest, Cars as the ultimate life form is... So good. He yeah. is a sight to behold. Um, <clears throat> Jennifer, do you mind if I pass on? Yeah, that's to, totally to, fine. To I was I was just looking at pictures of cars in his ultimate form <laughs> on, on the internet. It's very sexy. Um, so yeah. So <laughs> at first, it seems like cars is just like same old, same old cars. Um, but turns out he now has the ability to transform into any life form and he's immune to the sun. Uh, he makes his head turn into a squirrel. He makes his head uh-huh. turn into yeah. a squirrel. <laughs> what the fuck? It's so, it's so fucking weird. And then the squirrel kills a bunch of Nazis. Yes. This is- I mean, first it eats a squirrel that Pepe Le Pew's it, um, <laughs> yeah. or attempts to, and then it kills a bunch of Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's I, I this is another one of those turning points in jojo where you're just like i did not think this could get any wilder and yet it has yeah. and we'll continue to get wilder throughout this fight oh yeah um oh yeah so now joseph seeing all this situation he makes a strategic retreat in order to try to lure cars out because he's like you are my shit list now uh, Joseph, remember how Joseph has the goggles? Well, he mm-hmm. flies away in a plane because apparently yeah. he can fly. Which is the plane is just there as well. Like, yeah, he's, he's running and then he's in a plane. And he's it's, in a plane. Mm-hmm. I guess the Nazis brought it with them or like the Speedwagon Foundation. I mean, they had to the Speedwagon Foundation. Right? Sure. Um, so, yeah, he flies away in a plane. <laughs> Joseph's plan is to lure cars into a volcano. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, oh, it's, it's so like, and I was about to like make fun. But like, are there, like, where is he flying to? Are there volcanoes in Switzerland? I I don't know. I would I would have to look that up. There's definitely also, volcanoes did, in Italy. So maybe. did we mention that he turned that cars turned his arms into giant like eagle wings no. so that he could he could fly after? We did not mention that, <laughs> but we are now because yeah he yeah cars can cars can do that beautiful. Muscle man, and he's got wings. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I do like that. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not in the anime, but it is, it is in, in, in the manga. There's like a two-page spread explanation where it's like, so cars <laughs> is now the ultimate life form. Here's what that means, and it's basically like he can do whatever the fuck. He <laughs> it's does. literally like Pretty that much. scene. In Parks and Rec, where Ron, like, he hands the things like, I can do whatever I want. Yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> what happens here. Also, I do find it really funny that um, <laughs> because earlier there's a point at which uh, Joseph uh, is like, I wonder if there's girl pillar man. <laughs> and, <laughs> and then in this part that you were just talking about, Karen, there's a part that says sex unnecessary. Lesser yeah, beings yeah. have many children as, as risk of death is high, can, uh, high 
Conversely, a perfect being does not need offspring or comrades. Only one can be at the top. So it's just like, no, the pillar men don't fuck. That's what they're trying to say. Tell me these sexy men don't fuck. Whatever. I don't believe that. Yeah, that's a Rocky. That is a lie. Maybe they don't need to, but they want to. Oh, they they still do. They still do it. Um, Yeah, so Joseph's trying to lure cars into a volcano. Cars disables the plane and uh, then also we find uh, out apparently Stroheim's has been hiding inside the plane yeah this yeah. whole time and, and uh, he disables the plane by shooting he shoots feathers at the plane out of his wings and then the feathers turn into piranhas yes <laughs> and start eating the plane and Jojo <laughs> and Jojo yes like just the complete like unnecessary like nature oh, yeah. of these things because you could think like oh he shoots the feathers and they're like bullets that's right. not enough yeah. <laughs> they no, need to no, turn no, into no. piranhas <laughs> yeah because he he's the ultimate being he's incredibly strong he could just fly up to the plane and like you know punch it out of the sky punch it something. out of the sky or something he can make his little feet bird feet and like grasp it yeah but no 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 that's no. that's not enough it's gotta go you gotta go a step further it must be eaten by piranhas and that's how it has to be um. Yeah. So <laughs> Joseph and Sturheim together uh managed to lure cars, um, and basically crash the plane to send him into the lava from the volcano. Yes. <laughs> That's it. They did it. He's dead. No problem. Ooh. Yeah. Also, before that happens, the um. I don't think we mentioned that the piranhas then explode into giant, like, Cthulhu tentacles that burst out of the plane. But that happens. Oh, okay. Just another, another little <laughs> there, aspect There's another there. layer to that ridiculous scene that I love. <laughs> Guys, I, I I might have lied to you a second ago. I'm sorry, but Cars isn't actually dead yet. Oh, um, no. What? <laughs> Jennifer, why would you do this I, to me? I love to lie. Uh, he comes out of the lava and he's like totally fine, actually. Yeah. He's like, I actually oh, love it down here. I love lava. This is good for me. And yeah. hey, Joseph, uh, do you need that arm? Because I'm going to chop it off. Yeah. The, yet another instance of showing like actually having stakes in yeah. these because like they kill off name oh. characters all the time. Yep. And yep. he permanently loses that arm. Yep. Like, yeah, there's robo technology in this world. But. But. It's not like they're magically going to grow his arm back nope. or something. Um, so, yes, that happens. Um, so, Joseph and Storham realize that they they can't, they can't defeat cars as ultimate life form. And they're like, all right, I guess it's time to die then. <laughs> um, so, cars is about to just give him one last uh, hormone-infused punch. But Joseph uses a super agent and he... Wait, hold on. Da, 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 da. Did I read that right? Oh, yeah. Uh, Joseph uses a super agent and he makes Cars punch even stronger. Um, yeah, because yeah, cause, cause Cars is like, I'm the ultimate life form and I'm going to kill you both. And just because I'm such... Because I am that bitch, I'm going <laughs> to just immediately master Hammond right now. And kill you with that. Just to show and off. So he, mm -hmm. Just to show off. Just just to to do it like that. And so he uses he the 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 super agent. I assume, uh, somehow amplifies the 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 Hamlin or something. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't really matter. That's the science behind it, and that's what we're we're, mm -hmm. we're sticking to it. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So the the energy from the super agent punch. Um, shoots through Joseph's hand and hits the volcano, uh, which begins uh -oh. to erupt, uh, and then sends cars into space. Yep. <laughs> yep. He punches so hard that the recoil shoots him into space. Shoots basically. him into space. Yep. Yep. And he tries to grow wings quickly to fly back, and he, since he's still covered in lava, it instantly freezes and turns him into a statue that's already got uh some sort of you know propulsion to it so it will just float through space forever but he can't die so he's basically in hell prison for all eternity for yep ever uh yep it's the, the the deaths of like various villains in jojo are so fucked up like this like yeah i feel like <laughs> the concept of like being immortal 
is actually terrifying, like in a in a situation like this, and it comes up in actually several yeah. different media um, mm. of like the horrors of not being able to die and like what can happen to you because of that. Oh like, yeah, yeah. I don't, I, I don't want to be shot I in think, the space and not be able <laughs> like, to die. Like the, the, the last thing that it says about him is like um, he he eventually decided to stop thinking. Yeah. So he just tur- yes. he just turns his brain off forever. Yep. Like, have you guys Which, ever? Uh, do you guys ever read or watch Bacano? I have not. Okay, I don't want to like spoil anything, not. but they're like per se, but they're someone who's immortal gets put in a fucking barrel and then uh, thrown in the river. So they're like constantly drowning, but unable to oh. die. <laughs> yeah, that's not, that's not good. It's bad. Wow. <laughs> like that's like the first time that I like experienced media that was like, ooh, immortality is very scary. No, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah. So. Guys, I guess that Joseph's dead and Cars is in space and yep. Storheim's dead and that yep. and that's the end of the story. Just kidding, I lied again. Uh, oh, fuck. <laughs> I, I love being a liar. So we flash forward and everyone's at the funeral of Joseph Joestar, the 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 British rapscallion dumbass. Um, <laughs> Granny Arena's there. Time. Lisa, Lisa, Messina, Smokey, Speedwagon. Everyone's so sad, but. Guess who shows up to his own damn funeral? Tom Sawyer. It's Tom Sawyer. <laughs> <laughs> it's Joseph Joestar. And yeah, basically he's like, what the hell? I'm not dead. Why do you have my funeral, he- my headstone here? Uh, and, and he explains that he fell down from the sky and landed mm-hmm. in Italy and was helped by a local fisherman. And then he finds... Susie Q, remember Susie Q, one of mm-hmm. one of Lisa Lisa's servants. Well, they're married now. Yes, and apparently yep. she's also a dumbass and forgot to telegraph his family to let them know he was not not only alive but that they had gotten married. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, oh my god! Everyone lives happily ever after. I mean, until part three. Yeah, jo- Joseph, buddy, you can't. You can't just get married to the first rebound person you start to date after your boyfriend dies. <laughs> I know. This is not... Especially if you've literally rebounded from space onto li- the surface yeah. of the earth. <laughs> it's just not It's just not a good practice to fall out of the healthy. sky into another country and just get married to somebody, you know? Oh. Just... Oh. Now, let me tell you guys, I've, I've been there. That was a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> do, do not recommend. <laughs> Zero out of ten. Wouldn't oh. go there again. Uh, so... We do get a little bit of Old Man Joseph in this volume. Oh, yeah. Uh, for a couple oh, yeah, pages. Oh, yeah, the very, very end, yes. we find out that uh, now 20 years has passed and his he now has a daughter who married a Japanese guy. And he is carrying with him a Sony Walkman <laughs> and listening to The Beatles yeah. to give you an indication that time has passed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's where it ends. So we'll get into final thoughts. Um, Jennifer, do you want to kick us off? Sure. Uh, I loved it so much. Again, with the exception of the the friendly Nazis. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that part's not great. Uh, but it's weird how that part bothers me a lot more now than it did a few years ago. I know. <laughs> hmm. Oddly enough, weird. Um, no, I, I I love JoJo so much. I so enjoyed like actually reading the, the manga. Like Araki just writes in such a delightful and unexpected way. Like I'm just constantly. I actually, all right, bear with me as I explain something. So I feel like Araki is to manga as Drill is to Twitter. In that, like the, <laughs> okay. the things that he writes, I'm listening, just yep. like twist and turn in so many yes. different ways that you're yeah. like i could never in a thousand years have seen where you're going with this and i and i mm-hmm. love it um yeah i love camp i like absurdity but i like it to have a lot of heart and jojo yeah. is like a perfect example of that and this True. is the battle tendency is where iraqi starts to like really hit his stride and get that good vibe so I'm a big fan. Yeah, I would agree. I I think that is exactly the reason it resonates with me. Like you were saying, the, the combination of 
uh, the heart involved with the camp because my favorite show of all time is Mystery Science Theater, and that is a hundred percent what that show is. Where it's like this show that had no budget, that their sets were made out of cardboard, <laughs> and they genuinely love these terrible movies that they're making fun of because they're so dumb and campy. And it's it's like yeah, it's kind of everything I love about uh, uh, media, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> in in manga form, and I'd never really read anything like it when I. First, I started with the anime and then started collecting because they started releasing these really nice hardcover retranslations um, like two years yeah, ago. Yeah, like not point. super long ago. Yeah, but they, they take forever to come out, mm-hmm. which is okay because they're really nice quality. I think they just are wrapping up part three. I don't know. I, I actually have not finished my reread with these volumes of part three. So, um, yeah, it's one of my favorite series like of all time. And... Um, it's I'm like hard pressed to find other action stuff that isn't like in some small way, like at least some influence has worked its way oh, down yeah. into like all media because it's been around forever. So like even people that may not think they, you know, it's one of those like six degrees of separation mm-hmm. things where so many things have oh, been yeah. influenced by it at this point where you come back to it and you're like, oh, wow, this character is just like the you know these weird things from jojo's bizarre adventure or like uh even the naming conventions being like based on the rock music there's like fighting games that have that same trope yeah i feel like like, it definitely like opened my eye like once i watched jojo i'm like i understand it's it's like basically watching jojo and watching evangelion i'm like i understand where there's so many references come from now oh yeah yeah (laughs) i know my my friend was just telling me there was some newer show that he's like yeah it's crazy because that scene in evangelion where they do like the where they're trying to sync up and they're doing like the dvr he's like yeah that's still parodied in like modern shows yeah constantly (laughs) it's crazy and then like persona games yeah like the new ones have they they're basically stands um and and i did hear and i don't know if this is like apocryphal or if this is actually a thing but i had heard iraqi had said um and because i couldn't find like an actual quote or anything but that um it kind of started like almost as a satire of what was popular at the time, because one of the contemporaries that was hugely popular and had been running for a long time was fist of the North star. Oh yeah. Yeah. And yeah. if you watch that or read that, um, which I do enjoy that one as well, but it's very but different vibe. It's very different. It's much more trying to be serious. And it also, unlike this is very formulaic where it's like, it's more like an American show almost where mm-hmm. it's like, Here's the setup, and you know yeah. that he's going to power up because he has his own transformation sequence where his shirt explodes, <laughs> um, and then you get to see like where all his like you know scars are on his that the that is you know arch nemesis put on him, and uh, you definitely see that influence, but you can also see where like okay yes with part one, but part two is where he made it his own, and like it's totally its own thing at this point. And honestly, I'm not a person that will ever ever tell you to skip any part because even though part one isn't as good, I it's for one, it's really short. It's only three volumes, and the there's only what like less than twelve episodes or somewhere in there. It's not very yeah. many if you watch. It's I think really it might even short. be ten. It's like really short. Yeah, it's really short. So it's worth watching just because it makes part three more impactful. Yes, I think. And you get to see the origin of a lot of memes also in that one. Yes. Like yes. how yeah, much Iraqi yeah, yeah. loves to murder dogs. <laughs> well, that is the, I uh, yeah that that is the one thing I always have to warn people about. Is, There's definitely dog Dio death in it. Murdering his dog. Uh, that that part's rough. Uh, no pun intended. <laughs> oh, <I'm> sorry. <laughs> but you get to learn about. But it was me, Dio. <laughs> Yeah, it was exactly. Me, Dio. And you also get to be asked how many breads you've eaten. You get to um, know how many breads you've eaten in your life. Exactly. <laughs> so, yes, it, this is a high recommend for me. Just go in knowing, um, you know, that it does have the violent scenes do get incredibly violent. It's very but, gory. <laughs> yeah. But uh, other than that, yeah, high recommend for me, Kieran. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty much the, pretty much the same, uh, sentiments for me. Uh, action is great. The writing is fantastic. The, the world is really interesting. Um, and just, yeah, I mean, like I said before, there's just a, an, an element, uh, a, a flavor of complete unpredictability to, to everything that's going on in here that is so appealing and so fun, um, to, to read. I, I mean, when I read, when I read this, I'd already watched, um, 
I'd already watched the anime and I, I still enjoyed reading it because it's, you know, it, it's it's it doesn't drag out. You know, there's a lot of interesting stuff happening in every chapter. Um, and, you know, we did kind of talk about this earlier, but the art is super gorgeous. It, oh, yeah. Art is really nice. Like Araki is like just, you know, even even if he wasn't a, a manga artist, he would still be a, a really fantastic artist. Yeah, anyway, I think because he it's, just has a lot of talent. It's in, like very in, in, everyone's like very lush, like mm-hmm. everyone. Everyone's oh, like yeah. lips and the hair and their eyes. Like it's just, yeah, it's and a really clothes. distinct art style. Yeah. 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 Nothing yeah, ever it's... feels flat. Everything feels very alive, even though it's super exaggerated. Oh, yeah. 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 Um, I'm going to make, I'm about to make a really weird comparison, but you Go have to I'm excited. He's, so he's kind of like Junji Ito in a way, in that mm. just the, the style and aesthetic is so it's so Araki or it, you know, it's, it's like, you know, when something is done by Junji Ito. Uh, oh yeah. You it's can like pick it here. out anywhere. Yeah. You know, you know, when this is done by Araki. And so I feel like that, like the, 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 the two of them have like those strong aesthetics, those strong styles that are mm-hmm. like, just, you know, it's them and they do their shit so good. Like it, it's, would yeah. you say so he's I, the king of strong style? That was a joke <laughs> only for Ben cook, maybe for Ben Stonic. <laughs> Is that a wrestling thing? That is a wrestling thing. I was going to say, is that a wrestling thing? I was just guessing from the people that you were naming. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah. So I I think all all of that really kind of lends itself to a a very good recommendation for me. But here is another thing that I would like to say about JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Uh, And just kind of going back to what I was talking before about the, the representation of masculinity um, in, in, in this, in this show, uh, show in this comic. Um, that is by far and away one of the things that I would recommend about this comic the most, because it, it, it is, I find it to be a very positive representation of masculinity and a very positive representation of relationships mm-hmm. between, uh, b- between men uh, essentially. Um, and, and it's, it's, it's so refreshing, like you said, Jennifer, to, to see these kinds of relationships be- between guys where they're able to be friends and, you know, like they, they can do masculine things, but the emotions are still. They're not bro Yeah, no. they're not bro Yeah. Despite like, it, it being would... like muscle dudes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, like it, it would be so easy for Jojo and Caesar's relationship and their kind of whole deal to be really unappealing and to be mm-hmm. really uninteresting and and kind of gross but it's it's super not it's very wholesome and loving and 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 i really really enjoy it um and here's a fun fact uh the the representations of masculinity and the relationships presented within this and the aesthetic of the men in jojo's bizarre adventure helped me realize that i was incredibly bisexual yeah so. You're not the only person. There's there's like a very infamous Reddit thread where someone basically talks about uh, watching Starters Crusaders and like seeing Jotaro and being like, oh, I like guys. Like, yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It yeah. has a very um, non-heteronormative aesthetic. Like, yeah. yes, a lot of people who really like Jojo are like some flavor of queer, like you know non cisgender like something like it's mm-hmm. it's yeah Araki has he's got it like you it, it's that thing of like the thing of like oh what's porn I can tell when I see it it's like you can just see it you can tell like it's queer <laughs> yeah. Jojo's yeah, queer yeah, yeah. like it just is yeah yeah 100% were you the one telling me you can tell what he was into by which era you're reading <laughs> yes Jennifer I oh, think you're is. the one who told me that Absolutely, because, okay, so all, early Jojo was like all these like huge like muscular dudes and then like for instance part five we're we're entering a rocky's twink era like it's all mm-hmm. these like little like 100%. mafia guys in crop tops like and their titties right. are out like uh <laughs> yeah you can he, he's his, his his taste has changed over time but yeah <laughs> hey that's uh, fair <laughs> yeah so he's done so, yeah, a lot so of growing that's right a hundred a hundred percent a very strong recommend from me um go go out and, and buy it and read it it's great yeah for sure. All right. Well, uh, that will take us to the end of Battle Tendency. Uh, I think we're all in agreement that you should just 
either binge it all on Crunchyroll yes. or just start collecting these amazing Absolutely. hardcovers they've been putting out because I want them to continue to do so. Yes. Continue making yes. it and continue putting these out. Um, I've even like started buying the Blu-rays even though I just watch it on Crunchyroll because I want to support <laughs> it that much that I like, want them to make the rest of the parts as anime. Well, one thing too about JoJo is that um, the JoJo on Crunchyroll is censored. <laughs> so yes, if, that's true. If you really want to get that gore, then you got to get yeah. the Blu-rays to get the full yeah. gore, gore or Jotaro smoking a cigarette experience. That's true. <laughs> oh my god, I, was, I forgot I was they blacked that out. Say. Yeah, and it's Our, like it's not censored well. It's just no. a black box He's over his mouth. Definitely just smoking a cigarette, but yep, censored for some. All reason. right. Well, that will take us to the end of this episode. Yeah. So Jennifer, why don't you let people know where they can find you and yeah, your your podcast. So, and so whatnot. you can find me if you want to chat with me about JoJo. Um, I'm on Twitter at Jennifer Cheek, <laughs> but my po- podcast that i'm mainly on is drunks and dragons uh it is a 5e dungeons and dragons podcast that we have been playing one continuous campaign for like six years and i think it's pretty dang good um and i would a hundred percent echo that sentiment i like it uh my favorite thing to do is imagine the ridiculous characters but speaking with your guys's voices because especially in the old days of a lizard you know like dragonborn just with mike bachman's voice Mm -hmm. for me is one of the funniest things i've ever imagined it's (laughs) we have we have a good time we have a good time on our show Uh, we're currently there are a lot of episodes so if you go to our twitter account we have some suggestions of where you could jump in if you don't want to start Mm -hmm. at the very beginning but um some people some maniacs just jump into the most recent episode and i will say our current arc right now we have a prison arc right now and it has been so fun and good so it's very good get up in there excellent all right uh kieran where can people find you uh, you can find me on the internet. I'm at Mr. K underscore Bennett. Uh, you can also check out my Dungeons and Dragons podcast. Not quite as popular it, as uh, Dungeons and Dragons. It's still good. But, yeah, it's a, a reasonable <laughs> number of downloads. Um, we don't have as many episodes if you want to just hey, jump straight on that's in. a positive. We were, like, creeping up hey, on 300, so that's you like, a big You like talk. Kieran's accent? What if the entire <gasps> cast had a similar accent? Exactly, exactly. You will um, learn that Kieran's version of the Kiwi accent is not quite as hard to understand as you may have thought <laughs> if you hear his co-hosts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you think I'm hard to understand, just you wait until you meet my three friends. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Uh, yeah, and that's at for CNG podcast on Twitter. If you want to give us a cheeky follow, uh, Jonah, where can people find you on the? Internet? Oh man, you can find me on Twitter since 2007 wow. at Spambot. People <laughs> wow. are like, "Hey, Jonah, how did you get at Spambot?" And I say, "Because I joined Twitter when I was bored at work back in 2007, Damn. and the mortgage industry was collapsing around ah. me." <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, yeah, and then. Project wise, this is my this is my main McGee right now. So I've been trying to keep up with our uh, lovely patrons. We've been putting out some bonus content. I've been streaming over on Twitch.tv uh, slash inks and issues because we hit our goal where we've unlocked me streaming comic nice. book themed games. So in front of me, I currently have X Men Legends One and Two, Deadpool, PS Four. Uh, I got like the Fantastic Four PS1 game that I didn't even know existed until like two weeks ago. Um, I got a huge backlog of stuff for you guys to to see. There's some there's some interesting things from that era of games. Have you done the JoJo any any of the JoJo games? I have not because um, I was gonna try and buy the Dreamcast one, and I should have bought it before the show got popular oh, because yeah. now it is really uh. expensive. My friend has an arcade cabinet that has it on um, an emulator, oh, like the arcade version. That's great. But I, then I found out from the JoJo's Bazaar Explainer people, which people should check yes, out. Yes, it's also a very good more, podcast. Um, that there's actually several arcade games with like different pieces of the story arc being covered. So now I need to look into all of that stuff too. <laughs> Need more mutants, metahumans, and monsters in your life? Then check out these other Geekly Inc. shows like Transformation Sequence, Cthulhu and Friends, and Drunks and Dragons. Help us make the show the best that it can be by supporting us at patreon.com slash inksandissues, where you can get bonus content, early access to episodes, and can even vote on comics for us to review. Don't forget to leave a five-star review to help us spread the word. Interact with us on Twitter at inksandissues.com or on Twitch at twitch.tv slash inksandissues. 
Now do yourself a favor and go read some gosh dang comics. And uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. So with that, we will see you all next time. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. I love you. Also recording. I, I I've been recording for like a minute. <laughs> oh no! Oh, That's okay. oh shit! Fuck! We got <laughs> damn. We got like cucked in our own podcast. <laughs> I'm ready. <Sorry. laughs>